0: Marley from the energy boutique with your energy and Ascension forecast for Sunday November 20th to Saturday November 26th. So last week we completed our very last full week of Scorpio energy of course we're still in it, We have a few more days to go, but we wrapped up the bulk of it. We are now moving into what I like to call the wrap up of our rebirth, our resurrection story. And today, as I come to you Friday evening here on the 18th, we have had a pretty powerful aspect take place earlier today between the sun and Pluto, which of course rules over the Scorpio energy that is just kind of sealing the deal, if you will, on our transformation story. We should be feeling a little bit more empowered from this, a little bit more passionate, having a lot more ideas having a lot more desire to actually move on. And because we've been living in the darkness and really feeling the funk, I don't think too many of us are going to protest on making sure that we are moving forward. Last week, we also had Venus move out of that Scorpio energy. She dove into the fiery energy of Sagittarius on the 16th. And we had our last quarter moon in Leo on the 16th as well. That was a lot of pressure in our heart space, in our head space. We had a lot of registered uh, spikes on the Schumann resonance, which of course just validates what it is that many of us are feeling in our physical and energetic bodies. And Mercury, ruler of the mental plane Moved of Scorpio energy and moved into Sag energy as well on the 17th So we now have our heart space and our head space in a fire energy And if you haven't listened to November's energy forecast You should have probably done that by now And if you haven't listened to Venus's energy in Sag And Mercury's energy in Sag Definitely take a listen to those astro forecasts as well now, we're painting a big picture here. When we talk about SAGE Energy, we talk about the big picture. It is the light at the end of the tunnel. And we are very much at the end of what has been a very, very dark tunnel. And again, as I come to you here Friday evening on the 18th, the sun had just sextiled, harmonized its energy with Pluto, which means that we are at a very pivotal time and we should be feeling the shift. Many of us have already felt the shift, especially with Venus leaving that Scorpio energy behind. We felt that head pressure, that crown pressure. Um, We felt sinus pressure, ear aches from Mercury moving into sextile. And here today, we should definitely be feeling a little bit more bright, a little bit more optimistic, a little bit more warrior-like, if you will. Now, this week, and before I jump into the 20th, may I just say that it's not necessarily an astrological point, but as I come to you here on the 18th, it is my birthday. Thank you so much for being with me for the birthday wishes that you've sent me thus far. It is a very pivotal day in my storyline, which I'll talk to you a little bit more about here in this forecast. Um, But what a powerful day today has been uh, for myself, not only because of my birthday, but because the astrology in my chart, and I am super pumped to be feeling this shift as well. So hopefully you're feeling something too. So what do we got going on this week? Well, we wrap up that Scorpio energy. We will see the sun move into Sagittarius energy on the 22nd this, of course, is going to trigger Sagittarius season. Uh, There's an astral forecast out for that as well. If you want to do a deep dive in that, if you want to know how the Sag energy affects you directly, I would definitely recommend downloading your zodiac forecast. I have more information on that in just a second as well. But I always have people asking me like, okay, this astro forecast is great. This energy is great. What does this mean for me? How can I apply it to my life? Well, listen to the forecast that I put out for each and every single month. Listen to your sun sign. Listen to your rising sign. If you want a even more layer approach, dive into your moon sign as well. Those are your big three. And knowing all three of those projected timelines for the month and the energy and how they affect those particular signs will give you a better grasp on what it is that you can expect for the month. So we are moving out of Scorpio season moving into Sag season, which is going to bring the heat going to bring the fire going to press the fast forward button on our path and moving forward. And it's definitely going to be a huge shift, a huge change coming out of Scorpio energy and moving into Sag. So Right after the day after on the 23rd, we have Jupiter who rules over Sag energy, who is the ruler of Sag season going direct. At those final degrees in Pisces, again, listen to the astro forecast for that as well. What is huge about this is that Jupiter is the magnifier. He turns the volume all the way up on the life lesson, on the feels, on the thoughts that we're currently sitting in. And going direct means that this is no longer an inner reflective journey on what it is that we had to heal, what it is that we had to close the door on, what it is that we had to make peace with and reconnect with as far as our higher self, our dreams and our spirituality. But now we're able to take that energy and put it out into the world. So what does that mean? means that first of all, things are going to intensify, things are going to move super, super fast, we have a lot of, um, I'm going to say time to make up for even though, you know, we're perfectly on schedule, we're not behind in anything. Um, That's a good reminder that I feel to put out there, everybody's like, Oh, I feel like I'm off track, or I'm, I'm procrastinating, or I'm, I'm, you know, missing out on something, you are exactly where it is that you need to be in your path, or else you wouldn't be there right? So kind of delete the fact that you are wasting time because time is not wasted. We make the moves that we are supposed to make at the time in which they are supposed to be made. And when we move into Sag energy, um, we are basically hitting the ground running, we are opening ourselves up for a brand new path, direction and adventure, we have a brand new truth, we have a brand new interest a brand new direction that we are excited to pursue, we have a huge amount of growth taking place. And we know that because Jupiter is about growth and expansion, especially when it comes to the beliefs that we have within ourselves within the cosmos, and the blessings, the abundance that many of us are anxious to actually open our arms up and receive. And having Jupiter go direct in Pisces energy means that we are going to be moving forward in a way that has us more aligned with our higher selves, has us more focused on the vision, on the dream, has us more in touch with our raw, authentic self. And again, Jupiter was at these final degrees in Pisces back in April and May of this year before he jumped into Aries energy. This is essentially a redo You know, the the past couple of months of having Jupiter retrograde was a reflection, a reconnection, a recalibration. That's why we haven't been able to move fast and move forward like we prefer. And here we have it. You know, we're jumping into a fire energy. We are essentially closing the door on Scorpio season. We have the new moon in Sagittarius taking place literally just minutes After Jupiter, the ruler of Sagittarian energy goes direct and this new moon in Sag is taking place um, at one degree. This is a brand new chapter, a brand new clean slate, a brand new foundation for our reality. And what's interesting is that this time last year when we were having our new moon in Sag, it was actually a solar eclipse because we were finishing out The previous two and a half year journey that we were taking on the Gemini and Sagittarius axis of the eclipse energies. That's what basically triggered the Great Awakening back in 2020. Um, The Gemini and Sagittarius axis are karmic events divinely scripted in order for us to receive new information, new details, new perspectives in life that essentially alter our beliefs within ourselves and what is true out in the world. And if you haven't realized there's been a lot of truth come out through this great awakening, there's still lots to come. Um, But we have been bombarded with information, with truth, with misinformation, with lies, with delusionment over these past couple of years since the great awakening really affected the collective on a mass level. And this time last year we were closing the door On, you know, receiving that shocking jolt, that shift, if you will, of information and belief. And then we started moving into the Taurus and Scorpio axis that the true nodes of the moon are currently on, which, of course, has given us the spiritual life lessons over this past year and will continue into 2023 um, of death, destruction, rebirth, creation, give, take, endings, beginnings. This is all part and parcel of our karma. This is all the soul contracts that we collectively signed up for. And it's a big deal. And it, and it feels very different. But this new moon in Sag is just a normal new moon. What's interesting is that this new moon in Sag sits between the eclipse season that we just had and the winter solstice that we're about to move into on the 21st of December, which is essentially a brand new chapter in our evolvement So, this is like a plain Jane new moon. However, it's at a one degree in Sag, which is the most confident, optimistic, big dreams, good vibes. This is a renewal and a refreshment, if you will, of our spirit, of our soul, of our faith, of our path, of our direction. This is like a new lease on life. It's a beautiful jam, it's a beautiful vibe. I can't wait for all of us to get into that new moon window so that we can feel a little bit more alive compared to the last couple of weeks, especially in the Scorpio season and especially through the eclipse season. So this week, I would say we can expect to be fast forwarded in a big way. We can expect to be catapulted down our timeline in a big way and Many of us very anxiously awaiting that pivotal shift in our lives because we're tired of sitting in this particular place, but also as much as we have been anticipating this big change, this big shift in direction, it can come with a lot of intense emotion. Um, It can come with a lot of craziness and chaos because we've kind of been stuck in a place of paralyzing stagnancy for so long, just sitting in the depths of the darkness of our soul, of our shadow work, and really feeling the aches and pains of our pain and our trauma and our loss and our death and our destruction, and many of us not ever... Really thinking that we were ever going to feel any differently, that this was always going to be the case. And that SAG energy always pulls us out of that dark hole, always holds the torch for us in that dark tunnel. And we have a new lease on life. We have a fresh set of eyes. We have a new path, a new direction, a new truth that we really want to just experience and put out there in the world. And we're anxious to get the party started, so to speak. So, Before I jump into the Ascension symptoms for the week, I just want to take a little bit of a moment to thank you. First of all, I want to thank you for being here. I want you to thank, I want to thank you for liking, for sharing, for commenting. I want to thank you for the birthday love that all of y'all have been so overly generous in sending my way. The, the kindness, the words, the birthday wishes, just the love period, just so freaking grateful uh, to have the love and support that I that I have um, from this beautiful community. I want to thank you so much uh, for jumping over to Patreon. I actually launched my private podcast for my Patreon members here today. I had been promising to kind of get my shit together and stop procrastinating. And I said that I was going to get something together uh, prior to my birthday. And lo and behold, I left it till the very last minute in typical Marley fashion. Um, but I I felt pretty good to be able to share a little bit of my story over there, my death experience. Um, and you know what, just thank you to my Patreon members over there for Uh, holding the space for me to be able to share my journey, and how I came to be in this position to rant and rave and talk about energy and, and guide, you know, those who feel drawn to me and resonate with my energy through this very interesting battlefield. So I want to thank you all for especially my Patreon members over there for the love and support that you all have given me and hopefully Get some good feedback on that very first episode of Marley Rants. So... I consider this little ascension forecast date as my birthday party. Um, I am not a fan of birthdays. I typically just like to pretend that it's the same kind of work day as any other day would be. But you know what, y'all are my people. I can't thank you enough for continuing to show up for me and for yourselves and for each other every Friday night. And I wouldn't dream of canceling a ascension forecast, a live chat, just because it was my birthday. If anything else, I am super happy to have you all to share it with. Um, like I said, the love is overwhelming. The love is potent and I am very, very blessed to be able to have cross paths with, um, you freaking beautiful souls. Let me just tell you that. Um, I want to I try to do something every year to kind of give back and just let you know my people know that you're loved and that you're appreciated and this year I didn't know what I was able to do or what I could do and I know that many of you have probably already um, downloaded and listened to your zodiac forecast for the month of November. But if you haven't, I am offering a 50% off discount code in order for you to go and listen. We still have some very powerful shifts to take place here over this next week to wrap up November. And I think it's very important that you gauge where it is that you're currently at in the November energy in order to prepare for what this craziness is going to be uh, for us to wrap up 2022 and prepare for 2023. So if you want to uh, head over to my website and download your Zodiac forecast, please use the discount code BIRTHDAY22. No, I didn't turn 22, but it is you know, 2022. So we're going to go for that. And if you enter birthday 22 in the discount code box, you will get 50% off your forecast. It's a very small token of love and appreciation that I can give to you guys. I just, you know, wanted to be able to do something. I thank you all so much for the love and support. Um, The other thing that I wanted to talk about, is I've had a lot of questions. So obviously, I just talked about the fact that we're about to have a new moon. Now, you know, if you're not a new moon, if you're not a moon guide subscriber already, that, you know, gives you access to the moon cycles each month and the manifesting stages, and of course, both moon guides that would occur in that month, um, then you really should be you can sign up any time it would definitely save you a lot of money in the long run if you are somebody that is downloading the moon guide um, each and every time that I release them but I get a lot of questions on why the moon guides are released, quote unquote, last minute, and why I don't create more time for people to get prepared and move through their moon guides. And I thought it would be interesting uh, topic to actually talk about here because we have a new moon coming up and I'm currently working on the moon guide. And I had a couple of people reach out and ask if those moon guides were going to be available for download over the course of this weekend. And my answer is probably no. Probably not. Now, yes, my procrastinating ass does take a little fair amount of time to get those moon guides together. However, there is another reason of why they typically only come out two or three days prior to the moon guide. And that is because the moon guides are constructed to tap into the energy of the consciousness that the moon event itself is creating within us. So if I put the moon guide out like a month or a week, even before the moon event actually took place, I would have some eager beavers go on and download the moon guide and sit down and work through the questions and the journal prompts and do the you know, prepare for the activity under a moon energy that isn't even alignment with what the moon guide is supposed to be. For example, The new moon in Sag is going to take place on the 23rd. If I put out the new moon in Sag Moon Guide today, well, the moon is only in Virgo, so we have we have to move through Virgo energy, Libra energy, Scorpio energy before the moon even moves into Sag energy. And if you were to sit down and do the Moon Guide today. Under the moon being in Virgo energy, you would be under the influence of Earth. You would look at it from a practical standpoint, a logical standpoint, um, an egoic standpoint, because the Earth energy is focused on the here and now. It's focused on the Earth energy of the present moment. And the moon guide is supposed to be tapping you into the fire energy of Sag, the big picture, vision, dream, goal, energy of Sag. The optimistic, confident, overwhelming, intense, la la land energy of Sag, not the overly judgmental, highly critical, over analytical energy of the moon being in Virgo. So I know it doesn't leave a whole lot of time. But again, may I remind you that the moon guides are designed in order for you to put your own healing journey at the top of the list. So when the moon guy gets released two, three days prior to the moon event, yes, we're already in the moon cycle, regardless of whether the moon is actually in that sag energy or not, we would be in the dark phase of the moon at that time for this particular new moon event. And we're already percolating in the inside in our inner realms. And you should be carving out a couple of hours for yourself every moon event. In order to get in touch with yourself, whether you're doing your own spiritual practice, your own shadow work, your own moon ritual, or you're allowing the moon guides that I've created to walk you through that process. So this is about prioritizing your time and making sure that it is high up on your list to do the healing work that is needed in order to align with these particular energies with these particular moon events. So that being said... Um, the new moon in Sag, the moon guide likely will not be available for download until probably Monday. And, um, again, there's a reason for that. And it's just because I want the energy of the cosmos to be in the right vibration and frequency for you to be in the right mind space, soul space, heart space, in order to tap into the life lessons that the new moon in Sag is meant to actually actually bring to us. So I thought I would just clear that up. So let's talk about uh, the Ascension symptoms that we can expect for this week. Now, if any of you listen to the daily energy forecast that I put out um, yesterday, but for November 18th today, um, I did kind of mention that I was going to kind of dip in and dive into a little bit of my own personal journey and what this energy has meant for me. And I feel like I, I kind of did the bulk of that over on the private podcast to my Patreon members. Um, and not that I'm trying to leave out my YouTube community because, you know, y'all are just so valuable me and so important to me. Um, But basically, what I wanted to kind of illuminate is the astrology of today. And we talked about in the private podcast, I kind of went into depth on, you know, what the solar return was all about. And of course, the solar return happens on your birthday when the sun kind of returns to the exact same degree that it was at the time of your birth. That's why birth times for birth charts are so important. And basically it downloads you with the solar energy and the the light codes that you need in order to go on the quest, the mission that your next natal year has set up for you. Um, The reason why I felt the need to kind of talk a little bit about my own particular chart is because I'm actually having my solar and my lunar return here today, which is wild. It doesn't normally line up like that. And one would say that, you know, it's definitely a new beginning, a new lease on life, a new chapter uh, on on a bunch of different levels, just looking at the fact that the solar and lunar returns are happening uh, within hours of each other. And you wouldn't be wrong. If you've been with me for any amount of time, you would know that I went on a little mini vacay here just a couple of weeks ago. And since then, I have made a major decision in my life to pick up and move from where it is that I'm at and jump over a province, come out of the woods and jump into a brand new different lifestyle, which is absolutely terrifying for me, but is 100% needed and 100% um, being kind of called for, for my next level up. So the reason why I wanted to kind of bring this up is because, you know, the daily forecast that I talk about every day and the daily vibes that I put out and all of these astro forecasts that I put out, sometimes I will get people to say, you know, like, I know this is supposed to be a good energy, but I'm still depressed. Or, you know, I know that we're supposed to be shifting out of this funk, but I still feel like, um, you know, things are hopeless. And I and I don't know why I don't feel this energy. Like, let me just remind you that the energy forecasts that I talk about are for the collective. And that's why your individual birth chart is so important for you to know, for you to reference, for you to dive into. That's why it's important that when I put out monthly zodiac forecasts that you're taking the time to really like identify with what's being said in those forecasts as your sun sign, as your rising sign, even your moon sign, because it's all individual to you. So as a collective, yes, we're all going through this certain amount of energy. And then as zodiac signs, like Scorpios, we're all going through a different life lesson than Gemini's are. And Sagittarius energies are going through a different life lesson than Leo's are. And this is why it's super important to kind of Take the collective energy that I speak about in my forecasts and, you know, with the astro forecast events that that take place, take that and as the big picture, this is what we're all going through. And then you can, you know, focus in on your zodiac sign, your rising sign, your sun sign, your moon sign, that'll give you a different picture on what, you know, your particular life lesson is going to be for that particular shift for that particular energy. And then, of course, to zoom in even further, to get an individualized understanding, we have to take a look at your birth chart. And I know I've been very, um, I'm going to say, hard to book Let's say over this past year, I have basically removed my booking services because I've only been doing very few and far between uh, for my ongoing clients. I've been very hesitant to take new clients. And even then um, I haven't been I haven't been wanting to do readings. As you may know, I've had a lot of death, a lot of destruction, a lot of horrible things happened to me over this past year. And that's another reason why I'm so happy that my birthday is here and I can essentially wipe the filth of this past needle year off of my soul and jump into new energies Um, but I just, I, I I felt very introverted and very much like I've been needing to retreat in order to sort myself out. I don't really feel, um, open and, and wanting to do many readings and connect with too many people while I've been going through this very difficult time in my life. And y'all have been super patient and super understanding, and I'm super grateful for that. And please just know that moving into 2023, I will open up my calendar for um, new clients, returning clients, for specialized readings, for energy check-ins, for year-ahead readings, for your solar returns. Um, I am preparing as of right now to reintroduce myself as a a guide, as a resource um, for this next shift Now, many people have, um, you know, been just new on their healing journey. Uh, Many people are just awakening. And we've had some seasoned people that have just started to understand that astrology literally is the key to understanding the shifts and the the changes that our physical and energetic soul lives are going through right now. And it's my bad. I, I have not been available. I have not really stepped up to the plate. Um, to do all that I could do, especially on a one on one situation over this past year. But guess what boundaries, right? You got to take care of yourself, you got to make sure that you're feeling okay, that your cup is full, before you go ahead and start extending your love, your attention, your energy and focus to other people. And um, I really had to put that into practice over this past year. And I am grateful for the love and support from all of you um, to give me that space, to give me that time in order for me to get my shit together, for me to feel good again, for me to be ready to be of service um, in a new capacity. So. With that being said, I will definitely let you all know when that calendar is up and open and available for everybody to jump in and book your spot for whatever service you feel called to align with at that time. Um, But, you know, this is my rebirth. This is my resurrection. This is my renewal here on my my birthday. So I am slowly but surely getting prepared for what is going to be a very powerful year for me moving forward. Um, so I'm physically moving, I'm spiritually moving, I'm emotionally moving um, you know all kinds of big transformations taking place and although this is you know a little bit more about my my own, my own transformation, you should be seeing the shift in your own life as well. You should be seeing the rebirth, the resurrection, the renewal, the regeneration story that is taking place in your life right now. And that's okay. If you're still in the funk, you're still in the breakdown phase. You will move into the breakthrough phase. Sagittarius energy, especially that new moon, especially Jupiter moving forward, is going to usher that in quick and fast. And not that I want to get too ahead of myself here, but I'm already working on December's energy forecasts and zodiac forecasts. And like I've been speaking about, if you haven't listened to the um, energy forecast that I put out for 2022, part four, which we're currently in right now, go ahead and take a listen to that. Get prepared. We are about to enter into a very chaotic, chaotic time of moving forward and organizing a lot of the things that fell apart for us, and it's going to be a busy time, wrapping up 2022, and even, you know, started doing my my 2023 projections and forecasts, and it's going to be a very interesting start to the year. Um, astrologically speaking, and of course, we have some major events taking place in 2023, astrologically speaking, that is totally going to shift the collective in a totally different direction. I can't wait for it. Um, You know, Pluto moving into Aquarius, Saturn moving into Pisces, you want to talk about the matrix crumbling, you want to talk about the lies, the betrayal, the disillusionment that has taken place for far too long, just melting to the ground and punishing those that were in control of creating that construct. Um, You know, there is going to be changing times, I can't wait to talk about that in uh, the 2023 forecast that should be coming out Um, In December, it is going to be jam packed full of highs and lows that of course, we experience every single year. But this is a little bit more in depth, this is a little bit more powerful, this is a little bit more intense. We only have Pluto shift out of one sign into the other, um, every generation or so they that is a generational planet. Same with Saturn, that is a generational planet. So there are always changing of the times, changing of the tides when the major heavy hitting planets are on the move. And, you know, Neptune, which is another heavy hitting planet who's been retrograde for a very long time, goes direct in, in the very first week of December. That, that is a major thing. Like this is this is going to be a fast forward. That's why I called this week kind of the beginning phases of the fast forward button being pressed and being catapulted down the timeline. This is the shift. We've seen the evidence of the shift on the Schumann residence and I'm sure you have felt evidence of the shift within you. Drop me a line in the comments. Let me know. Have you felt any different over this past week? Was there a pivotal point over the last course of the week where something changed for you? Where your mind shifted, your heart shifted, where new ideas came in, where the energy felt lighter? These are all key indicators that we are moving out of the breakdown stage and moving through the breakthrough stage. So with that being said, there is this intense racing pressure for us to just hurry up, hurry up. Well, what are we hurrying up for? Well, many of us are hurrying up to get the hell out of this dark pit to make sure that, you know, hell doesn't swallow us up. And let me just reassure you that the worst is over, my friends. The storm has essentially passed. Now we are waiting for the the sky to break, for the sun to come out and shine a bright light on the damage and destruction that has taken place in order for us to get kind of disciplined and structured on what needs to be cleaned up, reorganized, what needs to be rebuilt, what we don't mind not rebuilding and and the direction that we are willing to take from here. And that does feel very exciting. It feels very anxious. It feels very crazy and chaotic. And many of us are going to be feeling that energy even now because we already have Venus and Mercury, who are the inner planets, our heart and our head, already in this Sag energy kind of paving the way, reassuring us that things will get better, that the storm is essentially over. We just don't know what damage has been done. We need that sun to move into Sagittarius energy in order to shine a bright light on our realities as we know them, in order for us to gauge what needs to stay what needs to go and where it is that we plan to, you know, bring things back to life and what we plan to make peace with and let rest moving forward. So With that, there's probably gonna be racing in the heart space, right? Venus and, and Mercury are in this fire energy. We're all fired up in all the right ways. We tend to bite off more than we can chew. Many of us very, very manic. We can go from depression to manic very, very quickly. Uh, A Western medical doctor would like to slap a label of bipolar on that. But realistically, we are just jiving from the energies. We're going from the extreme depths of the darkness to the extreme heights of the highs, of the light, of the truth, of the knowledge, of the wisdom. And so, you know, it is going to feel a little bit crazy, a little bit weird. Um, We've been having a lot of problems, I would say, issues with our eyes having gunk in them or styes in them because we've been having a hard time seeing a hard time to see in the darkness. It's a hard time trying to see through the storm. But the storm is clearing and the darkness is getting lighter. And with that, more clarity will come. And with that, our eyes will adapt accordingly. And those problem areas, those issues that we've been having in our eyes, um, they will be kind of, you know, dissipating as well. Now, does that mean that we're going to be okay with what it is that we see? Maybe not, but it is the truth and on a soul level on a on a spiritual level we would rather be offended by the truth than sweetened by the lies and we would rather see the actual reality of the truth instead of be disillusioned with the lies and so you know we are gaining a little bit of clarity here we are gaining a little bit of perspective and you know with that comes a whole shift in our mental plane and our thoughts and our in our ideas and our narratives, and that's Mercury, and and our feelings and our emotions and our values and what is important and what is of interest to us, which is Venus, our heart space. And in Sag energy, we just we have a hunger. We have a hunger for truth, a hunger for knowledge, a hunger for understanding, a hunger for experience, a hunger for a new interest, path, direction. Like we just want to get out of where it is that we're at. And we just want to experience something new. And with that hunger comes actual physical hunger as well. Many of us have been have been in a situation where we haven't been hungry, almost sickened with nausea because we've been sitting in the darkness, sitting in the pain and the trauma of our experience. And now we're coming out of what has been a very difficult time and we just want to eat, right? Not to mention we are moving into the holiday season and the holiday season has kind of corrupted us into eating more than we need to eat and eating sweets. I think it's funny because, um, you know, you, you have all of these back-to-back holidays, you know, in the U.S. I'm, I'm Canadian, so our Thanksgiving was back in October, but, you know, the American Thanksgiving... And then, you know, Christmas and holiday parties and New Year's and blah, blah, blah. And then everybody sits around and wonders, you know, why we're sick and why, you know, cold and flu season hits at that same time. And there's not too many people out there that can see the connection on the fact that we're not sick with cold and flus. We're literally sick because we've consumed too much junk food, too much sugar, too much alcohol, all the things that our physical bodies do not need in them and all the things that our energetic bodies, our soul bodies are in the state of rejecting. And so what I will say to you is yes, when this hunger strikes, whether it is hunger or thirst, Um, There is this want, need and desire to consume, if you will, because we were just literally at at the the brink of our spiritual death. So to realize that, hey, I'm not dying and hey, this world looks different and hey, I'm kind of excited to be alive again because new things are happening. Let me just hoard all of this food and all of this energy into my body. Well guess what that is that is an overaction Jupiter again ruler of Sagittarius season overdoes things overeats overcommits whenever you have Jupiter moving through the first house of your chart you tend to gain a little bit of weight pack on that weight everything expands everything grows so again, another key reason of why you should have a good idea of your birth chart and, you know, reference where these particular aspects are taking place, because Jupiter can add to your waistline when he's moving through the first house of self. And if you have Pisces energy ruling over the first house of your chart, then that is exactly where Jupiter is Pisces and Aries energy. If you have that in your first house itself, um, watch out for your waistline, watch out for how much food and, and other substances that you are stuffing into your body. Um, So, you know, we come into this particular point in the calendar, and we just want to consume, we want to put things in our body, I would highly recommend that you put life force energy substances in your body, Um, vegetables, fruits, tinctures, teas. Um, you know, get those herbs into you to make sure that your immune system is up to par and not going to, you know, break down with all of the craziness taking place out there in the world. Um, Just make sure that you're taking care of your vessel because this is the only vessel that you get. And your soul still has some work that needs to be done. And your vessel needs to be up to snuff in order to actually do that. So with this, we're becoming a little bit like I said, we we can kind of feel manic at times, a little bit too overexcitable, too happy, too optimistic, too confident. And, you know, those all sounds like it sounds like a good time. Right. We want to be more fancy free. We want to be more playful in this sag energy. We just literally crawled out of the depths of hell. We deserve to have a little bit of fun. And let me just say that sometimes we can get ourselves in some sticky situations by being overly confident or overly committing to things that we're probably not going to have the energy for or biting off more than we can chew, literally speaking. And, you know, metaphorically speaking, Um, we tend to dive in just thinking because we have this new lease on life that anything is possible. And that's the beauty of Sagittarius energy is that anything is possible. However, there is some sort of I'm going to say limitations that we should put on what is possible. Otherwise, we will be putting ourselves in situations that we will regret putting ourselves in when we move into the Capricorn energy. I know we have to get through Sag season first, so I don't want to like, you know, bring down the vibe with Capricorn energy, but just realize that we fly high in Sag. We want to experience everything. We have a new lease on life. We are confident. We are just biting off more than we can chew. But you best believe that we pay the price and suffer those consequences for doing that to ourselves when we move into the Capricorn energy and have to come back down to earth and have to get logical and practical with our dreams and with our visions and our goals and what is actually achievable. And what was just foo-foo dreamland, right? So it's best to fly high, but also know that you don't want to set yourself up for disappointment. It's also good to know that you deserve to let your hair down and have a little bit of fun, but not at the cost of your future self. Okay, so just a helpful hint. I always move through my day and I'm like, now, is this a problem for present Marley or future Marley? And the decisions that I make are based on do I care about future Marley or am I trying to make her life easier? And that, I think, is a really good mental narrative to have. It's very good questions to ask because you might find yourself in a vibe and an energy right now where you just want to, you know, throw caution to the wind. But it might not work out so well for your future self and you will eventually be your future self. And you have to love yourself enough in the here and now to give yourself some grace, to give yourself some leeway and permission to have a good time, but not at the cost or consequence of your future self. There is a balancing act that you should be doing there. This is why it's important to constantly be in the present moment, project yourself in the future, and then bring your your ass on right back to see what your future self needs of you, what would be the best thing to do for your future self, And what your present self currently needs from you in the here and now. So with that being said, we are having a renewal in our spirit, in our trust, in our faith, in our ideas, in our heart space, in the literal life force energy that keeps us alive and well. And with that, it's been so long since we had it that we can feel a little bit cray We can feel a little bit chaotic. We can feel like we're a little bit all over the place. One of the downsides of Sagittarian energy is that we lack focus. We're scatterbrained. We want to experience so much all at the same time that we have too many irons in the fire. We burn ourselves out because, of course, that's the downfall of fire energy is that there's too much energy, not enough direction, not enough intention. We don't achieve what we set out to achieve. We burn ourselves out and then we start the disappointment cycle all the way over again. We don't want to do that. We know better. Right. We have to tap into our higher self. Sagittarius energy is about our higher self, our philosophical self, our religious self, our beliefs, our perspective, our observer mentality. And this is why it's so important to be able to project yourself in the future and say, "Okay, um, this is what, you know, future Marley needs for me. What can and then project yourself back in the present moment and say, "Okay, what can I do in the here and now in order to bear the weight and lessen the load for future self? And this is a constant back and forth game that you need to be playing with yourself so that you are honoring yourself in the here and now. But you're also not putting yourself in a situation to put your future self at a disadvantage. There's going to be a lot of back and forth in Sag energy. It's going to feel like you're living two different realities, two different versions of yourself. That's because you need to be projecting yourself that far into the future and then reeling your ass back into the present moment. And it can feel very, I'm going to say, discombobulated. And it can feel very overwhelming as well. Now, we talked about the eye issue. We also last week talked about the noise issue, how, you, how we're hearing uh, noises on a different frequency level. I want to expand on this because we're definitely going to be flipping the switch on um, sensory overload when we move into SAGE energy. What we're seeing here is a expansion of the light and sound spectrum that we're actually able to access from our physical forms. Now, the eye issue, you will be seeing colors more vibrantly, you will be seeing orbs. You will be seeing shimmers of light. You'll be seeing the matrix strings, the threads that glimmer in the sun. You'll be seeing the rainbow circle around the sun. You will even be seeing rainbow frequencies at night. You, you know, look up wherever it is that you're at and just take notice of what's going on in the sky, what's going on outdoors, what's going on with nature, because our... Energetic bodies have raised their vibration and frequencies to a level that has impacted our physical bodies and what it is that our physical sensory system is actually able to compute. And this is why we are having different experiences in our eyes. This is why we're hearing different things. This is why our sensory system, you know, even to touch things, textures feel different, right? This is all huge validations and indications that we are leveling up in so many, so many freaking different ways. And it's a beautiful thing, but it's also new and it can be scary. And we just have to understand that we have to be gentle with ourselves. Um, One thing that I wanted to also kind of touch on is the fact that, so the I think I talked about it over this last couple of weeks, like as a collective, we've raised our vibration and frequency to a certain point where basically the Schumann residence is no longer recording spikes that were off the charts for us. Even two years ago, we've reached a new base level and we've just again, been in the, the the pit of hell, if you will, what happens when you're in the dark, and then suddenly you open the door and you go and you stand in sunlight, your eyes burn out of your head, like you're a vampire, and you feel like you're melting, right? Very similar to what it is that we're experiencing with the changes in our sensory system, because the spectrum of what it is that we're able to compute and able to actually like bring into our sensory system has expanded in in what it is that we're able to perceive. Now, many of us, if you'll remember, back in the summer, the sun was too bright. The sun was too white. It was it was actually harmful. I bet you're not going to feel that way. And it, it's not really the sun that has changed. It is us that has changed in our perception of being able to view the sun's light. And same with the night. It is not that the night has has essentially changed. It's that we've changed to essentially see the night sky from a different lens. And this is what I want you to remember as you move through, especially the next week, where there is gonna be this dramatic line drawn in the sand between Scorpio season and Sag season, where we literally come out of the depths of the darkness and stand in this burning sunlight we're going to feel like we're melting. We're going to feel like it's it's a shock to the system, like it's too much for our bodies to compute. And that's okay. Be gentle with yourself. There's an adjustment period. There's an acclimatization period that we all need to go through. But just understand that this is a transition. This is a transformation. We actually go through this. I'm not going to say exactly through this because we've reached different vibrations and frequencies because of the ascension process of not only humanity, but of Gaia, Mother Earth herself. Um, So I'm not going to say that every Scorpio to Sag season is like this, but it carries the same qualities and characteristics. We've gone through an, an alchemized change of our soul. We will never be who it is that we were ever again. And we might not know who it is that we are, who it is that we are, you know, setting out to be at this time, but we are on a path with a new truth, with a new vision, with a new light guiding us. And we might not have everything figured out. We might not have all the details together, especially in Sag season. We do not focus on the details. That's one downside of Sag energy is that we are just focused on the on the big picture. We could care less about the details, but that's a problem because it is the details of our mind space, our heart space, of our actions, of our behaviors that we pour into each and every single day that create the greater, grander picture that we're all currently in love with right now. So there is a balance there that we have to strike. And, you know, I say the word balance for a reason because we are going to need some time to gain our footing. And again, with this green light go that we've been waiting for with this manic energy, with this race that we seem to be in, it does feel like we don't even feel the earth under our feet. And let me just say, enjoy it while it lasts, because we hit the earth like a ton of bricks when we move into Capricorn season, we come back down to earth, we feel it, we're low and slow. So this is why I say Sag season provides us with an opportunity to be catapulted, to be fast forwarded through a lot. And you can just imagine what that is going to feel like in the physical body, in the energetic body, and you will likely feel a split along the two, because of course our our light bodies travel at the speed of light, and our physical bodies travel at the speed of whatever meat suit speeds at, which is nowheres close to light, so when we are in our higher selves in our light body in our energetic body, and projecting ourselves into the future in order to sort out what it is that we want for ourselves, and then we bring ourselves back into our meat suit it can feel very disassociating to go from you know traveling at the speed of light to acting like a sloth in this meat suit. And we have to be gracious with that particular, I'm going to say transition, because it it is um, as exciting as it is, as as you know, as positive of a shift as it is, it's also super, super disorienting. Um, So we have to give ourselves a little bit of grace, a little bit of ease in order for that transition to be as smooth as possible. So I am going to say to you that we are likely going to experience continue to experience a lot of the throat issues, head issues, ear issues, um, rigidity, cold temperatures in the body, up until we jump into that sag energy, and then we're not even going to feel like we're even in our physical bodies, which, you know, can be a good break. But we don't want to disassociate so much from our physical bodies that it is like hitting a brick wall when our light bodies come back into our physical meat suits and then we have to slow down at a human snail earth pace. There's a little bit of a cha cha to do but guess what Sagittarius energy loves to dance and that is the main key of of how we get through life. Is to just understand that there are many different dances, many different skills, many different techniques, many different tempos that we have to slow down or speed up to in order to keep up with the cosmos. So guys, I think that's all that I have for you this week. I want to thank you so much for being here, for tuning in, for sharing my birthday energy with me. Cannot thank you enough. Um, I am one of those people that. Take more than just a birthday in order to relish in the new energy. So, if you're listening to me throughout this week, you can still bet that I am still very, very much in my birthday celebrations. Not that I celebrate very much, but it is a a new lease on life. It's a brand new year. I have a, a lot of things on my list that I have to do. Um, you know, for my own personal path and for the path that I am being called to boss up to. To uh, provide new services, new guidance to this community, and I am in preparatory stage from now until the new year in order to get those things in order. And I just appreciate your your love, your support, your encouragement, your patience so freaking much. I hope that this uh, week, this shift. Is palpable for you. I hope that you're feeling lighter, you're feeling more confident, you're feeling more optimistic. And if you're not, please don't think that there's anything wrong with you. You literally just have dominant placements in your chart that is going to slow up the process and just delay this particular shift for you uh, literally by three to seven days. So I don't want you to think that when I'm speaking all of these, you know, Uh, We should be feeling this and we should be feeling that and you're not feeling it or you're feeling the opposite than that, that there's something wrong with you because there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. You are perfect in your design and I hope you realize that and we just need to understand and really take a look at our birth charts a little bit more deeper just to understand where the hold up, where the pause may be. So I love you guys. I thank you guys so much for the love, for the support, for the birthday wishes. I want to thank you so much for showing up for me, but mostly I want to thank you for showing up for yourself. I hope you have a beautiful week and I'm sending you nothing but love.